You're listening to Rama for Today. Can God love those denominational people more? No, no. Many of them didn't know as much, so it wasn't as much required of them. Can you understand that? That's not being unfair. That's not being unjust. You don't expect as much out of a 14-month-old child as you do a four-year-old, do you? See, God expects more out of you if you're an older Christian. God expects more out of you if you're more enlightened. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us. Well, I said then, I didn't, didn't know him, I'd never read him. Well, I hadn't met him in that meeting, shook hands with him, but that's all. I said, I really don't know him, but I've been in a meeting and I, I know who he is, and so on. Uh, and so he said, uh, you know, he said, uh, I, I'm Baptist myself. And he said, uh, my aunt lives there in Dallas, 68 years old, been bed fast for nearly five years. Doctors just give up on her, said she phoned me. She read in the paper about this meeting and so on. She phoned me and said, get in an ambulance and take me out there. Well, he said, I, I, I didn't believe in that. And I didn't think that she'd get anything. But you know, he said, I'm her sole heir. And she's worth millions. And you just don't say, no, I'm not going to do it. When you're going to inherit, and they're already up there, you know, pretty old. And not on that, giving up to die. And bedfast. So I just got an ambulance. Carried her out there. And they put those people behind the platform, you see, because many times people come out, they, you know, out in front of everybody. It bothers them there. And so he said, uh, he came back there before he ministered out front, laid hands on her. He said, do you know she was instantly healed? He said, she's up walking out, driving her car all over Dallas. <laughs> that Baptist woman. Amen. Well, I said, praise God. He said, don't look like I'm going to inherit that right away. <laughs> but he said, I'm glad. Praise God. Amen. I'm glad she got healed. Boy, he said, I'll tell you one thing. I'm Baptist, but it made a believer out of me. He said, she's perfectly well. Now, just a little while after then, just a few months after then, I was holding a meeting in another part of Texas, full gospel. And so one day there were several of we ministers talking. And the, the subject came up about that meeting, and one of these pastors, see, in this city, about 150 miles away from Dallas. And, and one of these ministers said, well, uh, full gospel pastor now, he said, I'll tell you one thing about it. You know, he said, we, we, we rented, leased three, you know, big Greyhound buses and went down 150 miles down there, 150 miles back. Several times the meeting ran for three weeks, you see. We went down several times, uh, 150 of us, about 50 on each bus, see, 150 of us. Four pastors involved, full gospel pastors. This pastor said, every single one of us was prayed for, for healing. Now think about that. And not a one of us got a thing. So, you know, oral don't have it. Because they didn't get anything. In fact, he both got a little bit more bold, you know. He said, I, you know, I actually said, I don't believe anybody got healed. I said, well, I know better than that because I know a lady 
I knew her personally. I knew her for years. My wife knew her ever since she was a little girl that was stone deaf. She couldn't hear it thunder. She is instantly healed. And then I told him about that Baptist lady and this, this Baptist barber. How that she is raised up from what the doctor said was a deathbed. She had to die. Not only that, but she'd been, been bed fast for an accident for years anyway. And I said to these ministers, you know, it would have been, well, you full gospel people. Of course, I was one of them at that time. But I said, you ought to went down and supported the meeting, but not a one of you ought to went down there for healing. And all you four preachers ought to have been ashamed of getting in the healing line. Well, shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. You ought to got it at home. God expects more of you. A little while later, one of the executive presbyters of the Assemblies of God of that district there in Texas said to me, when I reported some of these, said, Brother Higgins said, let me give you some information that'll, that'll help you even more on that particular meeting. He said, you see, we were, it, the meeting was sponsored primarily by the Assemblies of God, Church of God, and other Pentecostal groups. Everybody wanted to cooperate. But he said, we asked for the cards. Everybody that's ministered to filled out a card. You see their name, address, the uh, church is a member of, you know, and what's wrong with them in those days of those tent meetings, see. And so he said, we sent a questionnaire, a little card, perforated card, at our own expense and paid the postage back for people to fill out. Did uh, Six weeks after the meeting, we asked, were you healed when Brother Roberts laid hands on you? Are you still healed? Six weeks afterwards. All they had to do, those two questions, was just check a little box, you know. Yes or no. Yes or no. Put it back in the mail. We got a number on it because every card had a number. We know exactly who it is. He said, we got 6,000 cards returned to us because you see, they prayed for thousands over the period of time. Out of all the assembly of God, church of God, Pentecostal holiness, independent Pentecostal, or Pentecostal or full gospel people, only 10%, one out of 10, said I got healed. And not all of them were still healed. But out of all the Baptists, the Methodists, the Presbyterian, the Roman Catholic, the Episcopalians, and denominational, 80% of them said they got healed, and 80% of them said we're still healed after six weeks. Now, there's facts. They don't lie. Why? How could that be? Did God love those denominational people more? No, no. Many of them didn't know as much, so it wasn't as much required of them. Can you understand that? That's not being unfair. That's not being unjust. You don't expect as much out of a 14-month-old child as you do a four-year-old, do you? See, God expects more out of you if you're an older Christian. God expects more out of you if you're more enlightened. If you're baptized with the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues and have heard divine healing preach, He expects more out of you. He expects you to walk in the light of what you know. If somebody else never even heard it preach, easiest thing in the world, get them healed. Are you listening to me? Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Amen. You see, the believer, the one who knows, who has been taught, about divine healing should be healed by releasing his faith in the Word of God. Amen. Gifts of healings, supernatural manifestations are given primarily to advertise the gospel. 
to gain the attention of those outside the church. I remember one of my meetings, Spirit of God suddenly came on me. I pointed to the fellow and said, Sir, God shows me you're unsaved, not even a Christian. But the Spirit of God shows me exactly what's wrong with you physically, and I told him. He told me to tell you to come in and stand, and I lay hands on you and instantly be healed, and he was. I've had that happen more than once in meetings, tent meetings. I've had folks come way back out the other side of the crowd. I, I, I couldn't even see out there because, you see, there's no lights out there. The lights are under the tent, see. And suddenly the Spirit of God moved on me, and I stopped and said, God shows me that there's a man. I can't see him because I can't see out there. Way out there in the dark, sinner man, smoking a cigarette. This is what's wrong with you physically. He told me to tell you to come in here and lay hands on you, and you'd be healed. Here come a man just a stomping in. I laid hands on him. He's healed. Wasn't even saved. He's healed. Two nights later, he got saved, came to the altar and got saved. Before the meeting's over, I laid hands on him, he's filled with the Holy Ghost. I went to the church where he had, full gospel church then for a meeting a couple of years later or so, and the pastor said to me, I'll tell you one thing about it. Man, that fellow, you talk about being turned on for God, he does more work than all the other men in my church put together. He's on fire. See, God knows what he's doing. Praise God. Well, thank God for supernatural manifestations of the Holy Ghost. You can't make them work for everybody. If it could, I'd do it. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening? But those things are manifested as the Spirit wills, not as I will. So we need to distinguish the difference between healings obtained through supernatural gifts or manifestations and those obtained by exercising faith in God's Word alone. Now, it must be thoroughly and clearly understood that the individual does not operate these supernatural gifts. They are manifested through him or her as the Spirit wills. I don't know where any of you were ever in uh, Catherine Kuhlman's meetings or not. But you'd see the word of knowledge and gifts of healings manifested through her. She didn't do that as she willed. She said more than once, not only publicly but privately in talking to some of we ministers. You know, I, I, I just sometimes, before I go into the service, I almost get fearful. She didn't mean fearful like you're afraid of a snake or afraid of a storm, but a holy fear. I wonder if it'll ever operate again. She realized she didn't have a thing in the world to do with it. She couldn't just push a button to turn it on or off. It is as the Spirit wills. But by preaching and by being equipped by the Spirit of God as she came into that place, you see, it would start operating. I've seen ministers who is in the voice of healing. Oh, 70 or 80 of we preachers in the voice of healing. All the healing ministers in America is in the voice of healing except Brother Oral Roberts. We use that in one magazine as advertisement. You'd see these fellows minister. You'd see the Spirit of God move upon them. And, and some of the most phenomenal things happen. And then again, that, that, that anointing would seem to lift, and they'd pray for people by laying on of hands and get folks healed all right. But it would just sort of come and go. And that's exactly the way it operates. does that same way with me. You know, if it's me, I'd just stay there all the time. But, uh, <laughs> amen, but it's not me. I can only stay open for the manifestation 
of the Spirit of God as the Spirit wills. Amen. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Because of Jesus. Also, from Kenneth E. Hagan, the CD, The Precious Blood of Jesus, and the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Walk in Love. All this for the special price of $18. That is $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Now, if you've never seen the Rama lights and you live within this area, I mean, people come in here from Arkansas, Kansas, yes, uh, all Texas. over the state of Oklahoma, Texas, even yes. they drive up. I see all kinds of church buses going, mm -hmm. pulling through the campus. Mm -hmm. We have about 100 acres here, 110 acres. The trees are mm -hmm. all lighted and the buildings are all lighted up. It, we have about 2 million lights up. But the main attraction is to walk in the park oh, over there. Oh, yes. yes. That's the main attraction. It is really, really, really I know. It's really breathtaking. Good. Yes. yes, it is. So if you live in this area, make plans to be here. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.